Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, along with the accuracy expert, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, the closer, Chris Ventra. Next hour, leading you up to the best friends forever. Going to go over some of these latest news and stuff around training camp, getting to the Doug Baldwin situation, that injury, what guys think about it, how it should affect things. Also, uh, I've seen a couple more injuries pop up. On my timeline this morning, a possible could-be injuries. We'll go through that. Spend a lot of time discussing training camp news and notes. The uh, draft order for the Beat the Exec League is already out. It's going to be another Beat the Exec League at a cheaper price point coming up on Friday night. I'll give you some information on that. You want to hop in that with me. I'm on the clock in the um, in an Experts League slow draft, so I want to get a Twitter poll going about what pick I should make in that league. So we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, 844 844-843-6879. Telephone number to dial to get involved. It's August 1st. I don't want it's no excuses why the telephone line should not be jammed. It is August 1st. It's time to start getting ready for fantasy football. The reason why uh, I forgot the phone number is because I'm extremely hot because it is currently 87 degrees inside Studio 34. It makes no sense that a talent of my stature should have to sit in a hot-ass studio when I'm sitting up here trying to do a public service to my fantasy football owners. Goon Squad, what up? They got your boy. You see what I'm saying? They got your boy. They got your man in a studio that feel like a sauna. You can feel the heat when you walk in this joint. These are unsafe work conditions. Today's program is going to be, I need to be paid at a higher rate for today's program than any other program that I've done here before. Jake Seeley, all-in kid, Good, good afternoon. How are you doing in your nice, cool home? I'm doing fine. You done? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That looks like a New York Knicks shirt and a New York Giants shirt. Uh, no, it doesn't, especially because it has the helmet. And it's and blue they wear and red. red. They wear oh, red. well, yeah. why it look orange on the screen up here? I don't know. Blame the coloring. I don't know. New York Giants. It's old school Man, New York Giants. Old school New York Giants joint. Close the Chris Venture. What's good with you? What's up? What's good? Christina back. Everything good? Everything good, except for this room. Yeah, everything, you're <laughs> right about that. Christina would never Sweating. keep a, Christina would never expect you to perform in a hot home like this. Yeah, I mean, I, I usually like the heat, but when you're contained yeah. in a small environment, not as good. Not right. cool. So there you go right there. We ran through all the particulars. Let's ready to get ready to rock this thing out and bang it down. Um, Doug Baldwin injury. So... Oh, it's a little soreness with the knee, but we think he could be two or three weeks away from coming back. Jake, my thing with this is this is a red flag, especially if they end up bringing Des Bryant in here, and it's really a red flag. Now, Baldwin plays banged up, and he gets out there in performance for the most part. But, Jake, this thing right here, you're going to take and sit for three weeks in training camp and then come out for the regular season and then think you're going to make it through 16 games without this thing? 
popping up and flaring back up on you again, Jake. I don't trust it. I'm not saying Baldwin is off my board, but he's not in the wide receiver one this combination for me right now. Uh, I am if he's going to take the time to make sure it's 100% by the time the season starts. I don't need Doug Baldwin in training camp. I don't need to know what Doug Baldwin and Russell Wilson are going to do together because I know what they do together. If Doug Baldwin takes all the way to week one to be 100%, goodbye me. Please do that. The, the issue I have to what you're saying is if he comes back and he's not 100% and he's trying to get out there to get some time in or get a preseason game in, and then it ends up being a lingering issue throughout the entire year. Now that's a different story. And of course, that's the risk that we run here. I think the fact that we don't have a timeline and they haven't really said leads me towards the former than the latter is that they're going to take the time, make sure Baldwin's 100% before they risk anything. And that's why I'm okay. Now, I'm not I'm not drafting him where I had him as a French wide receiver one. I'll take Allen Robinson and Demarius Thomas in front of him now. Nice. But I'm not moving him down that much. It might be three or four spots at the most. What do you think about mm -hmm. this situation that's developing? This is a fluid story developing out there in the Pacific Northwest. If I'm not mistaken, Doug Baldwin has dealt with knee stuff in the past. I believe he might have dealt with some knee stuff uh, at times last season. It, it, it worries me. It scares me. Like I said, I'm not off him. I'm moving him down my board, though. I don't want him as a WR1. I want him as a, I want him as a second wide receiver right now, to be honest with you. At the because moment, I, yeah. I, I get what Jake is saying, but I don't think it goes away. Yeah. Doug Baldwin is not a spring chicken. He's not. He's going to be 30 years old at the end of September, so he's up there. But, and he's got mileage, but, you know, he's very reliable. If he's healthy, like Jake said, I'm okay with him as a fringe wide receiver one right now. Uh, but the thing is, at the moment, if he's going to require surgery or something like that, that's, that's scary to think of. But like Jake said, this is a veteran guy. We know what he could do. Maybe they're being very, very careful because this is really their only true it's wide receiver. Else, There's nothing, nothing else. else. Exactly. There's no other wide receiver, so you've got to be careful with this guy Baldwin for the Seahawks. Jake, if, if it is something that lingers on and we go into the regular season, and this is a problem also, when you look at the rosters and you look at the depth chart of this um, Seattle Seahawks team, is there somebody there that we can go to? No, we already know Tyler Lockett's going to be in the starting lineup, and we've seen some from him before, and there's hope for him as the number two in general. Uh, he doesn't have – none of the receivers on the roster have the skill set to be a number one. Brandon Marshall did, but not anymore. So maybe it's Brandon Marshall. Maybe it's Tyler Lockett. If you go deeper, maybe it's a Tanner McAvoy. Maybe Jerron Brown from the Cardinals, now that he's there, they can step up. But these aren't any options where you're saying even a wide receiver two for a team, let alone in fantasy. None of them are probably going to have consistent start-worthy value. It could, be what the, it could be what the Seahawks always have done with their number two wide receiver, which has been a committee. And now we're just looking at a complete wide receiver by committee because Russell Wilson's just going to run around and find whatever the heck is open. Or, I mean, they could just run the ball a lot more this year. You might see a lot of Penny and Carson now. Yeah. yeah also, speaking of that, it's all... Uh... So a Roto World report, and I know how we use Roto World reports these type of year. I know how they get underneath the all-in kid skin. Jake, I'm seeing reports that Chris Carson's the favorite to lead this backfield, Jake. Are you telling me this is hogwash? Could the good people at Roto World be lying to us? Could they be exaggerating? Because I know the all-in kid, the accuracy expert is on Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny and Chris Carson ain't the same player. No, and it's not Roto World lying to us. It's some beat reporter thinking what he knows. And, you know, beat reporters can be valuable, but beat reporters are not. Unless the coach tells them specifically, which Pete Carroll is not going to do, he, they don't know anything more than what we're trying to do. And we're doing a top-down view. They're doing their team on the ground view. So you can get some insight to training camp reports of who's being used where. But to say, like, it has a feeling he's going to be the lead option 
doesn't mean anything more than my saying I have a feeling it's going to be Rashad Penny. But the best tweet, let's go back. Let's call with this worst case scenario. The best tweet came from Chris Raybon a little bit earlier this morning. I retweeted it out and was talking he about actually it. He had said, a good tweet. Yeah, he said he was talking about Brian Schottenheimer. And if you go back to LaDainian Tomlinson in 2010, when he shared the backfield a significant amount, he still finished as a top 20 running back. Actually, he was RB16. I went back and looked. He finished with nearly 1,000 rushing yards and was used in the passing game. He finishes RB16. Now, remember, 2010 was a different running back landscape. You take his numbers from those that season and put him into last year's crop of running backs, Danny Thomason finishes as RB12 in standard and RB11 in PPR, not even rushing 4,000 yards. What do you think, uh, Ventra? About the Seattle backfield? In general? That's what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah, I'm just teasing you. Um, I mean, yeah, if, Bol- if there's an issue with Baldwin, I'd expect both of these guys to get their fair share of work. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't take too much into the Chris Carson starting, uh, Penny starting, this, that, and the other thing. I think right now you got to think of it as this is going to be some sort of timeshare. And we got to figure out what it is as the season gets closer. I'm not really you, Are you, you going to put the draft capital in it? I'm honestly, I'm dropping Penny. You're dropping Penny. Like I'm, I'm down the board, All down right. my list a little bit like because said, I'm worried now. I'm, I, in, I'm in the draft right now over the FFWC, the experts draft, and I'm on the clock. I'm going to make the pick when we come back from the break. I want uh, get you guys' opinion. You send your man in here that 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 work with the uh, the air the air. The <laughs> H, send the HVAC cat in here because the fantasy executive is burning the f up. <laughs> I need to get an FVAC license. I mean, an oh, HVAC license. You make a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. I need to get an HVAC license so I can come in here and redo this system, but I'm not going to do it for cheap. <laughs> no. They're going to pay me for it. Oh, absolutely. I'm not, I need an HVAC license. If, if you summon the HVAC guy to Studio 34. What pick oh, you God, have? I'm, huh? What pick you have? What do you Listen, want? Listen, I've been getting a lot of early oh, the HVAC guys in here now. The uh, engineer. <laughs> Son, you see how they got me burning up in this joint? I'm trying to do a radio show, and, and, and you see how they treating me? You can come and have a seat if you would like to and uh, talk to us about the problem with the AC. Uh, you're always welcome inside Studio 34, especially when it's burning up like this in the joint. Anyway, 844-843-6879. PJ, we got anybody on the horn yet? Three people. Who are they? You got Joe in Jersey, Sean in New York, and CJ in Arizona. Joe in Jersey, Sean in New York, and CJ in Arizona. I'm going to holler at Joe. Joe, hang on. I want to get the new people first. Let me get um, Sean in New York. Sean, what's cracking? What's up, guys? How are you? Chilling. How can I help you? All right. I got two questions. Both come from the NFC West. Uh, you know, if Doug Baldwin's down and that offensive line in Seattle is terrible, why is Russell Wilson ranked so high as oh, a quarterback? Because Russell Wilson can do it all. Because mm-hmm. Russell Wilson can do it all. Jake, let, let, let Sean know your saying from last year. What, which one? Buy the cake and not the icing. Oh, yeah. And also, Russell Wilson's going to run for 500, 600 yards. There you go right there. It doesn't really make a difference. Russell Wilson's going to find a way. Russell Wilson is the type of quarterback that can will a team to victory. So you don't, if you don't want to buy the pieces, you still buy Russell Wilson, Ventra. Buy the cake and buy the... There is, buy the cake and not the icing. Yeah, there's not even any icing on this cake. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're saying. Yeah, that's why you want Russell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. There is no icing. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's Baldwin, and that's it. So, like, yeah, you want Russell Wilson. I mean, he's been a gr- very good quarterback throughout his whole career. You want this guy because he's also going to run a lot. If the O-line is still bad, that could be a good thing for Russell Wilson. He might run more. He might rush for more yards. I mean, the guy could have, you know, like 70% of the touchdowns on this team, maybe more. 
He be almost all of them. This is my Flex League championship belt. Tried to defend that last year. I got bumped out in the semifinals by Steve Gallo from USA Today. He had Todd Gurley. Hard to beat those Todd Gurley teams, especially down the stretch last year. He put a big number on me, and I had a pretty decent week. Flex League draft is coming up again this weekend. Jake, I, from, what, from the way the draft order looks right now, I have the second pick in the draft. Are we good, my man? Is it, is, is yep. it, somebody turned the heater on? Oh. Why would somebody's trolling me? They're trolling me, son. <laughs> They're trolling me. They turned the heat on to troll me. I'm sitting up here glistening, sweating like Pat Ewan at the free throw line Thank because you. the heat was on. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, buddy. Is the air on, uh, Ventra? Yeah. I don't you want me to go over there? Yeah, go over there. Can you go over there and shut the air on for me? All right. Thank you. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to put nobody in your seat. <laughs> so, Jake, from the looks of the draft board, right now I have the second pick. Are you asking? I don't know. I set the draft. I randomized and set the draft order. I don't remember what it is. Off okay. The top of my head. So the way it's set up right now is is the actual draft order. Yeah, the person who is seventh place in all three leagues got to pick their draft spot, and the rest was random randomized. All right. So there you go, right there. Right now, I have the sixth pick in the draft. Right. I, I mean, six. not not the sixth. You had the sixth pick, Jake. I have the second pick in the draft. And to beat the fantasy executive Levo at the NFFC, mm-hmm. I have the third pick. The draft I'm doing right now. I had the third pick. I actually took Antonio Brown because I want to look at how I like the running back value in the second round. So, obviously, all of my drafts are not the same. I'm going to be able to mix it up and shake it up and stuff like that. Most times, I would pick. No, you're fourth. I'm fifth. Oh, I'm fourth. Okay, so it did change. But still, I'm at the top half of the draft where yeah. those heavy, those big, those big uh, bell cow running backs are living. And listen, I don't mind getting the top four pick in every draft. You're taking Zeke. I already know who you're taking. If Zeke, if, if Zeke is there at four. Yeah, you're taking Zeke or Antonio Brown. Which one? I'm taking Zeke or Antonio Brown. You're right, Jake. <laughs> is it PPR? It's a PPR. Yeah. The, this is the Flex PPR down in D.C. this weekend. Now, this is, what, this, is, this is the situation I have right here. I'm on the clock again, um, and I'll let you know who I take uh, when we come back and the players on the board. I'll get that out the way. We'll break that stuff down. I don't mind drafting at the beginning of the draft, but you don't have to take the big backs, especially with Antonio Brown there, Jake, because – I think there's running back value to be had on the 2-3 turn. For example, um, Devontae Freeman is living in that area. If you like Rashad Penny, he's there. If you like Joe Mixon, he's there. If a couple cats, a couple dummies take Gronk early, that can push Christian McCaffrey down the board. So, Jake, it's not mandatory if you have a top four pick to take one of those bell cow running backs because, as our buddy Scott Engel says, it's many different ways to skin the fantasy cat. Yeah, obviously it could go either way, but the problem is, is you, the the issue with waiting till the end of the second round is if a running back run happens, and then are you pulling up a Joe Mixon, or are you pulling up a Jordan Howard in PPR? So that's really what it comes down to. You certainly can start Antonio Brown. Heck, you can start DeAndre Hopkins, depending on how the draft falls. It's just obviously if you pass on one of those four, which I'm not going to do, you're just put, you're putting yourself in a position where you might be overextending yourself for your first running back. So, Jake, with a top four pick, you are not in any draft going to pass on those running backs? Nope. I actually have top five picks, and I don't care the format, are all running backs for me. All right. Do you agree with Jake on that? Top four, top five picks. So we're talking the big bell cows. You already know who they are. Mm-hmm. Ventra, at any point where you say, you know what, let me hop off one of these bell cows Grab A, B, and get my running backs in the second and third round on that two-three turn. Because I think those, I think it's running backs living on that two-three turn. People are overlooking. Mm-hmm. I, I for me, it's the top four: Bell, Gurley, Johnson, and then honestly, I, I mean, I'm almost liking Kamara more and more over Zeke Elliott, and then Antonio Brown. 
So explain to me why you would drop Zeke the six when I'm, and when, I'm talking PPR when Zeke can more than likely touch the football more than anybody in the NFL this season. Well, I mean, but there's going to be a lot of people like those top four, four, three running backs who are going to touch the ball as much as him, maybe more. He's not. He's going to touch the football more than everybody. I mean, are those other players got pieces? Le'Veon Bell has Antonio Brown. My only thing with Zeke is that he's a great Girl, running back. He has back. a lot of pieces in that, in that offense. He's, Zeke don't have nobody. He's almost completely complete. Yes. That could also be a hindrance on him. Teams might stack the box on him. Don't make a difference. Don't make Zeke a difference. Okay, fine. But I'm also worried about, like, all these other guys we're talking about, Bell, Gurley, Johnson, Kamara, they're going to catch you 70, 80 passes. Zeke is not catching you 70, 80 passes. But That's Zeke not can run for 2,000 yards and catch you 40 passes. Well, that would be great if he two, runs for 2,000 yards. He can yards. run for 2,000 yards. He could yards. do that, but I don't think he's going to do that. 844-843-6879. Telephone lines open. I thought I felt like I heard music playing. Oh, yeah, there it goes. Telephone lines is open. To the people that's already on the horn, I'm going to make sure we get to you next segment. And when I come back and go on the clock, I'm going to get Ventra and the All-In Kid to help me make this pick. They got the, the HVAC guy came in. So it's slightly starting to get a little bit cooler in here. I know somebody in the chat asked about my belt. I'll tell you about that. And Jake can show you the one that the Flex Champion is going to be getting this upcoming season. We got to get some better Wu-Tang rolling. You know what I'm saying? Some of the classics, some of the hits. It's a Wu-Tang Wednesday. Fancy football frenzy. Let's get it. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. You better protect your neck. Everybody in the Flex PPR this weekend in D.C., you better protect your neck. I'm coming to get my title back. You don't want no smoke with the fantasy executive. You're getting ready for your draft. You got it this weekend, next weekend. Need you on the horn, 844-843-6879. Telephone number to dial. Got my son. You know Ventura. why they use this every week, right, Corey? Why? Because it's nearly impossible to find Wu-Tang uh, instrumentals. I didn't know that. It's I'm sure really you can get like ice cream and joints like that. You know what I'm saying? There's, yeah, but there's so few that are out there. Like I used to look back when I made music for the oh, intros at my church on Wednesday nights. And you would use Wu Tang at the, in, 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 the, in for the church? It was a banging intro. It was five minutes of some type of hip hop intro instrumental, and I used to All piece right. different songs together and stuff like that. But I used one of the first ones I went for is start digging through the Wu Tang, and it's really hard to find them. Okay, so maybe that's the case right there. I right, so you like a DJ at the church, Jake? I mean, no, I just put I put a five minute audio track together in the beginning, and that was it. Okay. And then they played it as right. as as so they opened the doors, and then everybody came because it was young adults, and it was you know lights, and kind of looked like a you were going to a concert. So as people are entering and finding their seats, there was five minutes of bed music being played. Okay, cool. I but got I could We would never play anything with lyrics, obviously. Yeah, no, you couldn't play no Wu Tang lyrics in the house of the Lord. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wasn't gonna cut it. All right, I'm on the no. clock, y'all. So let me tell y'all how I started. Right, this is a uh, FFWC. So they're doing the Beat the Fantasy Exec League on Friday night. 
like I said, I'll give you some information on how to get involved with that. That one's only a $35 joint. And, uh, you know, we can load that one up and show, uh, show love to the fantasy executive. And I'll make sure I show love. Like, I had the fourth pick in the draft. So they, the draft started Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Zeke Elliott. Then I took Antonio Brown, right? Didn't leave David Johnson. Honestly, David Johnson didn't go to pick six. David jo- and went Alvin Kamara, then David Johnson. Coming back in the second round, I took Devontae Freeman. My thought process was to snag Jordan Howard in the third. Because I know a lot of people are having the conversation about this year's Todd Gurley. I think this, I think this year's Todd Gurley can be uh, Jordan Howard. That's who I think the guy is. He's not going to catch the amount of passes, but I think his touchdown production, his yardage total will be, will be uh, very good. But Jordan Howard's not there. So I was like, okay, if Jordan Howard's not there, I'm just going to take T.Y. Hilton. Well, T.Y. Hilton's not there either. Scott Atkins. Um, so after that, Adam Thielen goes, then Doug Baldwin goes. So now I'm thinking I want to snag my second running back right here, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody to match along with Devontae Freeman. But my guess is when I look at who's on the board, it's going to be better wide receivers on the board. So let me hop out of this right here, click off of that. So I got Rashad Penny, LaShawn McCoy, or the best, or the, the running, or running, or some, let me say the running backs I'm considering. Rashad Penny, LaShawn McCoy, and Darius Geis. The wide receivers at the top of the queue are Tyreek Hill, Demarius Thomas, Amari Cooper. Okay, so you have Antonio Brown. And Devontae Freeman, two cats from Liberty City and Miami. I See, Tyreek Hill, I think, is someone you should snag. I'm not going to go with Tyreek Hill. Before the fall-off. I can't go with Tyreek. I already got Antonio Brown. I got the best wide receiver, so I'm I know, not but you need off an, of that. You need a second one, right? See, I can find wide receiver a little bit later. I'm worried about getting me another running back right here. You don't think in the fourth you could get, like, a Drake-type guy? Kenyon Drake? There? I don't do that. You're I, not into I'm the not, Drake? I'm not into Kenyon Drake. I'm not, not into JHI. I'm not down with the Drake. I'm down with the Drake. I, I mean, that's what, what I'm thinking. Uh, if you don't like the running backs there, then make, go with a running back, you know? Jake, what do you think? Tyreek Hill? You said you would go Shady. Hmm. LaShawn, yeah. And that, they, Jake said that with no problem. He was like LaShawn McCoy. Look, yeah, this, is a, this is a high stakes. You're trying to win first place. Nobody gives a damn about second. If LaShawn McCoy avoids the suspension... That's beyond the best pick there. He shouldn't be there. Well, this is like an expert's draft. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's nothing on this. But I still want to win the joint because Ronas is in this. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. know me and Adam Ronas yeah, got yeah. that right. Well, still, you don't want to finish in second. Who cares no, you're about, right about that? You, you, who cares about second? If LaShawn McCoy plays 16 games, that's he should be in the second round. There's, no, there's not even a doubt in my mind. Buffalo so might score if, 100 points all season, though. Who? The Buffalo Bills. And what have they done last year? And the year before? Yeah, and that's the year true before too. that? Jake makes a good point, a good case for Shady. Well, but he's saying you're looking to win the league. You're looking to hit a home run pick here? Yeah. I mean, McCoy was always, except for this year, a safe guy who's going to get you consistency, whereas Tyreek Hill, I think, has a higher ceiling than McCoy. Tyreek Hill doesn't have a higher No, he doesn't. I think so. In PPR? McCoy was seventh last year in a terrible situation. So what? That doesn't mean Tyreek Hill (laughs) can't be top ten. I mean, so What? Tyreek Hill could easily have a monster year. He's a home no, he, run hitter. He, he, he is that type of guy. No, he's not outproducing LaShawn McCoy if they both play 16 games. Not happening. I think he might. Okay, because you think so, let's make it happen. Are you, oh. no, I'm just saying I think that he might. So I would, in my opinion, I would take Tyreek Hill. So what's the stakes? And your opinion is wrong. Okay. You know how many wide receivers outscored LaShawn McCoy? How many? Great. Is Tyreek Hill a top four wide receiver? No. 
But I think he could give you a top five year. No, he can't. Especially this current Chiefs team. With Pat Mahomes. Well, y'all should put something on it. Well, actually, y'all should put something on it. What's the stakes? What do you want? What? Uh, All right, so I'll say Tyreek Hill has uh, more fantasy points in a PPR league than LaShawn McCoy this year. And we'll put something on it. Are we betting a t-shirt? 20 bucks. A Giants t-shirt? 20 beans. 20 beans? You take it as jewelry, but I want something more than five bucks. 20. $20. Put it on the white Wait a minute, you didn't hear what he said. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> he said he would bet you your jewelry, but he wants something more than $5. This is $1,100. Oh, venture dropping. Venture dropping numbers on you, Jake. That's $1,100, son. $1,100 imported from Italy. Money on t-shirts. <laughs> imported from Italy, $1,100. There you go. Let him know. The labor alone. <laughs> talk, talk about wasting money. Don't ever come at me for some $15 t-shirt again. A chain is valuable and it keeps it. Holds its value, pretty yeah, much. Chain's ugly as hell. Oh, he oh, said your chain is ugly. What's I don't understand on? why it's ugly. It's a beautiful chain. I'll beautiful snatch design. that thing just like Amari Cooper. I ain't say you gonna snatch your chain, Stone son. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, what about this? Right? Say I want to say, you know what? I'm not doing the Lashawn McCoy thing. I'm not going and get another wide receiver. I'm not taking Demarius Thomas, who I love here. I'm going to do something to shake the draft up and start to dictate and push ADP in my way, right? Mm -hmm. Because my thing is, if you like a guy, you go out and get him. The player who I'm looking at, the name that keeps jumping out at me, exec, 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 exec. He's not going to be there when I come back in round four. And I think I'm going to take him right here. What's his name? His name. Oh, you can't say it until you make the pick, right? I've made the pick. It is not LaShawn McCoy. It is not Tyreek Hill. Who is it? It is D.C. running back Darius Geis. Interesting. Jake, Darius Geis, the second rookie running back off the board, August 1st, I'm planting the Darius Geis flag. Hey, I have no problem with it because Darius Geis, I tweeted yesterday, he could put up Leonard Fournette numbers in 16 games. It might take him three more games, but even if it does... Where Leonard Fournette finished last year. Doesn't matter the format. He was a top 10 running back. So Darius Geis, over three extra games, can get Leonard Fournette's numbers. He can catch 25 to 30 balls. And Chris Thompson can still do his Chris Thompson thing. And Darius Geis can still put up those numbers. Jake, Jake, can I just say, um, so Tyreek Hill last year, 239 fantasy points in PPR. That's 15 a game. And LaShawn McCoy had 263.6, which is 16.5 a game. It's pretty close. Who had more? McCoy had more last year. Yes. By 30-something points. What's your point? You just proved that Michelin McCoy proves had more. Yeah, by 30 or so points. So Hill has one more or two more big games there. He has just as much, if not more, fantasy so, points. Yeah, let's give Tyreek Hill 18 games and we can beat LaShawn McCoy. No, I'm saying he had some down games, Tyreek Hill. He didn't have... Uh, a full so season. LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, I understand we're, we're that. We're done with this argument. You can come LaShawn up McCoy's 30 and Tyreek Hill's 24. Or 25. And, He's young still. And, and we're talking about usage versus a wide receiver with multiple options. I'm not trying to argue. I'm just trying to point out the fact well, you are that, that Hill. Yeah, you are. Was, is it, it I'm isn't like, trying to make my point, but I'm not trying to argue. But you're making it seem like McCoy's just going to blow out Tyreek Hill's numbers. It's not true. He, he, he beat him by a little bit last year. Not much. 30-something points is not a little bit. I mean, 15 average to 16.5 average per game. 
That's one point five per game. That's a little bit. It's not that much. It's cool. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all he's saying. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Hey, this cat named Space Monkey in in uh in the chat keep calling me Grandpa Corey. Tell you something, yo. Let me tell you something, Whippersnapper. Whippersnapper. Send your old lady this way. I show you a grandpa. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you want no problem. Who's this? Oh, this is my homegirl. This is Michelle. Michelle texted me a picture of her outfit for, oh, wow, at the Yankee game. Fire? Look at this, son. All rise. All rise. <laughs> um, okay. I, I did. <laughs> Let's head out to the telephone lines to get my man CJ in Arizona. CJ, what's cracking? So, man. Ain't nothing much chilling. What's good with you? Yeah, my my question is about actually two running backs that nobody are talking about: Lamar Miller and Carlos Hyde. What's your thoughts on both those running backs? Oh boy, Lamar Miller and Carlos Hyde. Listen, the offensive line for the Houston Texans might be one of the worst in the NFL this year. I'm never been a Lamar Miller guy. I do not like Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller is not on my draft board, so I'll let Jake speak to Lamar Miller. What I will tell you about, and then well, well, Carlos Hyde is an interesting spot. Carlos Hyde is more of a guy for depth. I am starting to be more in line with Jake that I think Nick Chubb is the running back to own in that situation. Nick Chubb, a little bit later on, Duke Johnson. Turn your radio down in the background. I don't want to hear myself because it it, it, it freaks me out. Um, so Hyde is a guy that's kind of off my is kind of a guy that's off my board too. Jake, when you look at these two running backs that he says nobody's really talking about, I think we're not talking about these cats for a reason because I've never been on Lamar Miller. You know that already. You may have more Lamar Miller love than I do. But you're definitely not with Carlos Hyde. So give us, give us, uh, give my man CJ your thoughts on those two players. I have no problem taking Lamar Miller because the issue is Deontay Foreman still not be, might not be ready for Week One. They're talking about him starting the year, not the preseason, not training camp, the year on the pup, which is we're talking six weeks plus. So like I don't understand why people are drafting Foreman as high as they are. I know the excitement. I said it last year that Foreman could, by talent alone, easily force this into a committee, which the committee would be very similar to a Derrick Henry, Deion Lewis type of situation. But as of right now, Lamar Miller has this backfield, and he's sharing it with Alfred Blue and other pieces like that. So I, I'm not that concerned. I'll take Lamar Miller in the fourth or fifth round, especially in a PPR every single time. And as yeah, I said many times with the Browns, Nick Chubb is the running back I want. Uh, Long term, and obviously week one, a couple of first weeks is probably going to be a full committee. And Duke Johnson will be the only consistent option in a PPR. But just like the Vikings last year, who signed Latavius Murray, had the Baron talent sitting there on the draft board and took the better talent in Dalvin Cook, same thing happened with the Browns. They signed Carlos Hyde to do their due diligence, make sure they had a stable of running backs that they could rely on. Nick Chubb ends up being there for them in the draft, and you can't pass on that talent. What do you think, Ventra? Lamar Miller and uh, Carlos Hyde. Well, I'd rather have Miller. All right. Because like Jake said, there's really no competition. Um, he does both. He's a pass catcher. He could run the ball. Not he could about, have a nice not not, Neither of y'all are worried about the O-line in Houston? I'm not, like, too, yeah. too worried about it. I think he'll get what he gets. And I think he could give you, you know, solid flex production in PPR. Carlos Hyde, I don't know why there's, like, a, a ton of hate on Carlos Hyde. It's not like he had, like, the worst year last year. He had, you know, 350 yards receiving, almost 60 catches, almost 1,000 yards rushing, and, you know, eight touchdowns. That's not that bad. I, I w- would not mind him no, as, he, he did as well. a backup. I think that was more of a Kyle Shanahan thing, though. Right. He got used a lot. I mean, he had a lot of touches. But the thing is... Um, 
you know, I'm, I don't mind having Hyde on my team as a backup. You would want to try to also get Chubb and pair that, have that backfield just in case something happens. But I think Hyde's not a bad guy to have and to fill in on uh, bye weeks and stuff like that. 844-843-6879, telephone number. Like I said, get involved. It is August 1st. It's time to talk fantasy football. Let me get my man Joe in New Jersey. Joe, what up with you? Corey, what up, Joe, 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 Joe. What up, Joe? Hey, Corey, I I noticed something. There's two Joes from New Jersey that call up to this show. I'm the one from Brick City, so from now on, whenever I'm coming on the horn, that's how I'm going to announce. So when you when you when you get when the when the when the producer downstairs says hello, Fantasy Sports Network, let him know. Say it's Brick City, Joe. There we go, Corey. You know what it is. There you go, Brick City, Red Man. What up? All right, so here's the situation. 12-team, start two quarterback, full-point PPR. Now, I love Jake's rankings with the guys from 7 to 21, Andrew Luck all the way to Dak. You need to get three uh, quarterbacks in this league because it's uh, six points per touchdown. So I'm wondering, my question is, out of these new rookies and, uh, you know, all this turmoil, you know, you got Buffalo, Arizona, the Jets, which one of these quarterbacks can I take as a third quarterback who's probably going to be able to be my bye week guy filling or injuries? You know, let me tell you, I'm, this might be jumping out on a limb, right? And you're talking about the rookie quarterbacks. I'll get Jake the Chime in and Ventra on this one also. See, I'm going to think a little bit outside the box, not really tripping off that six point for the touchdown pass, especially if you're looking for a one week plug and play on the bye week. If I want a third rookie, if I want a rookie quarterback to stash on my bench and see how it shakes out, I'm going with Sun in Baltimore. I'm going with Lamar Jackson. What Lamar Jackson can do with his feet, what he, with the way that the Baltimore Ravens probably going to mix him into the offense, he may not be up there throwing you two, three touchdown passes a game, but I do think Lamar Jackson can accumulate fantasy points. And not to mention, if something happened to Joe Flacco, you got a hell of a chip on your hand with Lamar Jackson. Which one you like, Jake? Oh, is it a super flex or is it a one quarterback it's a league? Two quarterback league. Okay. Well, if it's a two quarterback league, I'm getting a quarterback that I know is starting earlier. Uh, Lamar Jackson would be fine for me if it was a fourth quarterback. I, I wouldn't take him as my third because if he doesn't start till halfway through the season and one of your quarterbacks has a bye before he's starting, you got nothing there. So uh, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm not looking to take any of the rookies. I'm looking to take the, one of the rookies as my fourth quarterback only. Okay. Oh, so if you put it that way. I agree with Jake on that. I'll take Alex Smith. I think Alex Smith is being overlooked this year, and I think Alex Smith could have a good season. What do you think, Ventra? Yeah. Uh, what about, like, well, Case Keenum would be gone in the Superflex much earlier. Probably, probably not. Maybe not. No, he said two quarterback league, not Superflex. Oh, okay, yeah. So Case Keenum is not a bad one. I mean, right. he had a good year last year. He was fantasy relevant last year. People used him. Tyrod Taylor, guys like that. I wouldn't go the rookies either just in case they don't come in. If they don't come in, you're not, you're not going to be able to use them. Sam know? Darnold should start week one. Darnold is the only one that I, w- I would possibly grab because I could see him starting, yeah. So there you go right Eventually. there, Brick City. Joe, make sure you continue to holler at me. Good luck, my man. I want to hear from you all season. Eight for all. Oh, all right, sounds good. The only way he could get away with one of the rookies, Corey, as his third is if both quarterbacks he drafts don't have buys until like week 10 or 11. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. That makes sense, too. So if you get the quarterbacks with the later buys, Brick City, Joe, then you could take a gamble with one of the rookie quarterbacks right there and um, because they'll be playing by then. So there you go right there. And then you, I know Joe, good fantasy dude. He'll rock the wave of why and stuff like that. So we got to get ready to head out to our final break. When we come back, get you some news on the, uh, the, the Friday night beat the exec league, that one right there. 
much lower entry fee, so I expect that one to fill up quickly. Listen, it's time to start drafting. It's time to start getting ready for Fantasy Football 2018. It's August 1st. I'm live. I'm lit. I'm hot. I'm hype. You know what I'm saying? Triumph. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses. No strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Yeah, fantasy football friends. Let it rock a little bit, PJ. FNTSY Radio, all right? This my man. This my, this my, I, I'll read that in a second. Uh, Roto Experts, uh, exclusive S package, live and lit for 2018. Hop on over right now to RotoExperts.com. Get involved with that. Use promo code WINNER, W-I-N-N-E-R, promo code WINNER, Roto Experts 2018. Get the getting going right, right now, my man. You get the rankings that you need to win in fantasy football. So there you go right there. The um the all-in kid, King Scott Angle, Ventra, and maybe some other surprises coming somewhere down the line. Beat the fantasy exec uh, on Friday night. Because we got yesterday's join is Phil all full full already. Phil is not a word. That's like Phil is my pops, like the old Shaq joint. Phil was my father because my biological didn't bother. Um Better you than me. Now, let me stop. <laughs> That's not nice. Um, P, all right, so you go. All right, so here, go ahead, Jake. You want to say something? No, I, I didn't say anything. Yeah, Jake, did you like Shaq as a rapper? Uh, the first album had like two or three decent songs. It really did. People think I'm yeah. joking. Shaq, he had the Outstanding Joint. He was all right. Yeah. Yeah. Outstanding Joint was hot. He did a he did a, a verse on uh, he did a verse on one of Biggie's albums. It was hot. The bass was the bass was terrific in all of them too. Yeah, Shaq was not like the, well the, the Shaq food joint. I didn't like the Shaq food joint. Before I was not a big fan uh, of that joint. Only the very first the very first album. That was it. So um so shout out to Shaq. He's not don't get me wrong. He's not as talented a rapper as Dame Little Dame Little is. But Shaq got a little spit with him. All right, so is bet. He- He's better than Le'Veon Bell. He is. God, he's better than, I'm better than Le'Veon Bell. All right, so you <laughs> want to get into the exec league round two. You go to playffwc.com, right? Okay, let's see here. Then you see a picture of my man Darren Sumner holding a check. And then you go to, you click on that. At the top, you'll see all leagues, right? You click on all leagues, and it'll take you to the lobby. And then you go down here until Friday. What's Friday? Eight what? Oh, Friday night, 8th, 8th, Friday night, August 3rd. See you there? Starter, full season, beat the fantasy exec. 35 bucks, 10 p.m. Eastern time. So you go right in there and you sign up. And if you get a chance to use a promo code, put fantasy exec in there. And then this way they make sure that they holler at the kid. You know what I'm saying? So uh, there you go right there for the Play FFWC, beat the fantasy exec league. We doing that one 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. East on Friday night. So you might want to get at, get at it, get in that one, because at 10 o'clock on a Friday night, I'm going to be high as gas. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, enhanced. Yes, excuse me, enhanced. So you might have a chance to beat me in that one right there, but I doubt it. Um, the other 
Thursday nights beat the fantasy exec league over at the NFFC. Ventra, you got the first pick in that joint, my man. Did you see that? I keep getting the first pick in everything that we've been doing. I don't think that's a bad thing. I know, but I, I kind of want the variety to see what happens. You know well, you got I mean? to get in some more. You're not done. When is your home league? Uh, they're doing it the day of the first game of the season, that Thursday night football game. Oh, yeah, you did tell me that. I don't know why we're doing that, though. Like, we're going to go stats retroactive. While the game is on? Yeah. What do you think of that, Jake? Doing the draft Thursday night, the 7th, while the game is on, and then adding stats retroactively. Well, you have to add them retroactively, yeah. but it's stupid to be doing a draft while the game is on. Yeah. I don't want to watch the game. I don't yeah. want to watch a draft. Well, that's what's going to happen. Probably going to watch the game while we're drafting, and then you're going to see somebody get an 80-yard touchdown, and that guy's going to get drafted way too early you know, or something that's, like that. That's that, going to happen. See, I would do it, it before, the, before the game or even after the game is lit. You do it after the game, that's lit right there. Because then you all be good and tanked, and then you all just go to the draft right from there. Yeah, I mean, but good and tanked, it'll be a sloppy draft. There's a lot of money. This is a $300 league. So. All, right. All right. I can dig it. Yeah, it's important. Same, no, it same important. 12 guys for the past 10 years. I, listen, it could be a $3,000 league. I'm still going to have me a couple of brews, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. But it impairs my judgment when I get too wild. So Ventra has the first pick. Some cat named Sneed has the second pick. Parson, that's me. I got the third pick. That's right. NFFC Hall of Famer Billy Waz has the fourth pick. Billy Waz. Why are you going to hop in this little league right here, Billy? Big <laughs> NFFC Hall of Famer and try, to, and try to do this to the low-hanging fruit. You know what I'm saying? But don't worry, Billy. You know I'm bringing that smoke for you, my man. And then uh, Lopez gets the fifth pick. And Watson, this has got the last names up here. Then Watson has the, uh, the sixth pick. Saber C has the, the seventh pick. Two girlies, one cup. <laughs> I like that. Has the eighth pick. The ninth pick goes Riverbottom Nightmares. The tenth pick goes the Hydras. 11, uh, my man Bruni has the 11th pick, and then the 12th pick is the fool on the hill. With the third pick of this league, I will have one of those big running backs, but then you don't know what I'm going to do the rest of it. I could go wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. I could do the Darius Geist trick again. There's a lot of different ways I can go. So, you know what I'm saying? The fantasy executive, I'm laying my, I stake my claim to Darius Geist a little bit earlier in the program, so y'all might want to get involved with that. Um, Have we been, are we up to date um, PJ on the uh, calls. Okay, are we up there on the calls, Bavona? I believe so. All right, so there we go. I'm about to head out to the telephones right quick. But first, right, a little breaking news right here. The Patriots have released Jordan Matthews, Jake. Uh, homie came on the, on the show last week and said Matthews could be on the roster bubble. Son wasn't lying. He's off the team now. Yeah, it's, uh, it was actually before we came on the air that the people were talking about that. It's the injury, and then they got rid of him. So they're talking to Eric Decker, but n- none of these ancillary parts really matter much to me. I think you're looking at Cordero Patterson maybe finally does something, or Philip Dorsett, they were talking about using him out of the slot, or Kenny Britt being lined up outside alongside Chris Hogan. for this. But it's the first four weeks until Julian Edelman gets back, and once Julian Edelman gets back, it's Hogan, Edelman, and Gronk. Right, there you go right there. That's the situation with the Patriots. Jordan Matthews should resurface someplace. Interesting to see if Seattle bring him in, kick the tires on him. I feel like Jordan Matthews, Jordan Matthews getting cut the first week of campus, like the mighty have fallen. Well, yeah, he really fell off the face of the oh earth. my God. I don't want to see Des Bryant as a Patriot because then I can't root for Des Bryant. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to root for De- Des Bryant. Samal Ahmed in the chat says, why is Jank always so angry? Jerk's not angry, it's just... It's just how Jake is. He's just chilling. He's not mad. He's chilling. No, we're having an argument in the thing. 
Oh, is you, are you talking to Son? Well, me and Jake are talking and everybody. Oh, oh. <laughs> the whole squad. There either. Corey, the Yankees are losing 5-1. to one. That sucks. This they gotta... is what, it's, it's, it's not angry. This is no, it's yeah. not no sense. It's all in beast. Shut up, Samir. Yeah, it's all in beef. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to Nando. Um, the great Nando DeFino. That's mm-hmm. the homie right there. Uh, so my, my uh, I don't want to say my, I can't say my brother-in-law because I don't have a wife. But um, my, uh, my son's uncle, he uh, invited me to his league today. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a snob when it comes to playing in people that I've never played with before. I'm a snob. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So our first question was, like, where, when is the draft? The draft is the same day as the GST, and it's down in D.C., so I'm like, I can't do it. And he's like, nah, you could do it online. Even though you're not with us in the room, you could do it online. I was like, but y'all going to be chilling. He was like, nah, just cut. He was like, nah, I want you in the league. So I'm like, all right, well, how much is the fee? He was like, $50. I said, I can squeeze $50 out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, but before you, he was like, no, okay, I'm about to send you an invite. But I said, before you send me the invite, relax. What is the, I want to know the scoring, right? That's important to Settings, me. Settings, yeah. I want to know the settings. I want the scoring, and I want to know the, you know, how many people you can start and stuff like that. You see, when you start two running backs, two wide receivers in the flex, somebody who drafts as well as I do, I leave too many people on the bench, and then my week-to-week lineup decisions become more difficult. I want to be able to put more people in my starting lineup. So he sent me the, the, roster, const- uh, the roster setup. So it was a quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers. I like that. The tight end, the defense, and the flex. So that's standard for me right that's now. That's pretty standard, yeah. That's pretty standard. So I, I, I can deal with that. So I will jump in this league right here. But right now, I'm going to hop on. It is still hot in this joint. It is. But right now, I'm going to hop on the horn, and I want to talk to my son, Stephen, Massachusetts. Steve, I feel like I haven't spoke to you in a month of Sundays. Yeah, it's been a long time, my man. How you, how you doing, man? I'm good to go. What's good with you, my man? Hey, I had a couple questions. So I know that Jake, he's big on uh, Rashad Penny, but but uh, some uh, I was re- reading on Roto World, uh, some ESPN guy uh, that works with Seattle or whatever as a reporter, he was saying that Chris Carson, he's the favorite to open up uh, as like the starting as like the starter. Th- does that like uh, push him down the draft board? Like when it comes time to like the draft, or, or you still have to take them I, around? Like, let me hop in right. Hey, 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 Steven, try watching the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. Uh, no, I, I understand, hey, well, Steven. People don't watch a I was at, show. I was at work, my man, so I it's not. It's all good, Steven. People don't I'm watch. Your yeah, we busting chops. I know people don't listen to the whole <laughs> show. People don't watch the whole show. But Jake has already adjust, uh, addressed the uh, Stephen, the Rashad Penny. And there's Chris Carson. Jake is still rolling with Rashad Penny, right, Jake? Yeah, and you can get him in the fourth round, even fifth round now, which is that's even better value. I go back to the worst case scenario is you have 2010 usage that Schottenheimer had back then with Ladanian Thomason, and Ladanian Thomason at that point wasn't the real Ladanian Thomason. And you get 900 rushing yards, four to 500 receiving, and you put all it together and put in the last year's numbers, and he's a fringe RB1. Do I think, am I taking him as a fringe RB1? Is I saying he's going to finish as a fringe RB1? Absolutely not. But as a mid level RB2 that you can get for almost an RB3 price? Absolutely. Right, so there you go right there, Steve, my so, man. So you're not dropping him down your ranks at all? No. Okay. I still have my projections of what I have him projected for. Right, so there you go right there. There you go. Jake answered that question. Let me Drop see down my rank. Uh, Bob in Washington State. Bob, what up? Not too much. How are you guys doing? Doing well, Bob. Glad to have you. What's good with you? Dude, I just want a quick shout-out to Jake because he's the man. No Put up with all this nonsense on your guys' show. 
I win my league every year, and I always just do the opposite of what the fantasy exec says and just follow Jake right. every time when I win. Right, that's what's up. Right, you want to you carry it like that, Bob? You, is anything else you want to get off your chest? You want anything else you want to get off your chest, Bob? Yeah, you sound you, you you just complain a little too much, and I just love I just love Jake and his cool attitude. Just shout out to him. I listen to him on every show he's on. And all the other platforms, love that guy. Jake, would you like to Follow get in the fantasy football year. league with me, Jake, so I can, I mean, Bob, so I can beat your ass? <laughs> oh, His cool sure. attitude. Huh? I guarantee I win, because I actually win leagues, unlike you. Wait, well, no, no, I, I win leagues, too. Bob, and Wa- Bob, you live in Washington State. Just, 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 I don't want to hear from you, Bob. Bob, beat the fantasy exec Friday night, 10 p.m. East, 7 p.m. in that whack state you live in, Bob. Hop in the league, Bob. Or you want to wait till the stakes get a little higher to beat the fantasy executive? We can do that too, Bob. Says you want to call up here talking all this trash? Play me. There you go. Oh, for sure. I'll join the fantasy exactly. Play FFWC.com. I want your ass in the league Friday night, Bob. It'll be 10 o'clock my time. I'm going to be enhanced. It's going to be 7 p.m. your time, and you're going to be drinking Capri Sun. Get rid of Bob. <laughs> get rid of Bob. I don't, get Bob off the line. You heard what he said? Cool attitude of Jake. <laughs> cool attitude. Get Bob out of here drinking Capri Suns. I'm going to beat Bob bad. I'm going to beat him down bad. Shout out to the all-in kid, though. I can understand why he like Jake. Well, you're not going like, to come up here and talk trash to the fantasy executive. You know what I'm saying? Right. Thank you, Blake. Blake said, don't listen to him, Corey. You're the man. And with that, Goon Squad, we have to separate so the best friends forever can come in and do their radio program. Goodbye, Goon Squad. See you tomorrow right here on the stream. Can you believe that, Ventra? It's, Unbelievable. It's, it's Bob character. You see, it's, easy to want, it's, want, it's easy to talk about you going to do this and you going to do that. To somebody in fantasy, play me. No, I know. Uh, you know what it is? I think everybody's jumping on the Jake Seely bandwagon because he's the number one ranker. So oh, you think that's what it I is? That's what's happening. <laughs> is that what it is, Jake? They riding you because you're the number one ranker, Jake? Is that what it is? No, the bandwagon's been full for years. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Give homie a chance. Let me ask you this, Ventra. When you, go, when you do your draft, do you take Jake Seely's rankings with you? No. No. <laughs> Jake, when you I don't look at anybody's rankings. Jake, when you're going to your home league, do you take Chris Ventures' rankings with you? <laughs> uh, if I want to, you know, forfeit the league, probably. <laughs> Actually, my league mates show up with my rankings. That's that's wild right there. That is crazy part. Which annoys me, especially in an auction, because auction that that's a whole different ballgame because now they know exactly what you're looking to pay. At least mm-hmm. in a snake draft, you can kind of get away yeah, with it a little right. bit. You're right about that in the auction. That makes it tougher because they're going to, they, like, you, Penny going to be $45 in your auction. <laughs> and let them. You know, somebody tried to pull that before. People try to pull that. Look, I mean, look at what, uh, what's his face? Um, the dude that took Barkley in our draft that we did here. Oh, Andy Singleton. Can, yeah, Andy Singleton. People try to do that. I, I tap out at some point. There was one year, a few years back, where I was talking about Reggie Bush and I liked his value and I had a Detroit Lions fan in my league. And he knew that I liked Reggie Bush, so I kept pushing him up and pushing him up and dropped him on it like $25, and he did nothing that year. And you go right there. And that's the thing you got to be careful when you got somebody in your league and you think you're on their, on their player. They'll, they'll leave you. They'll have you sitting with a player that you don't want at $50-something. <laughs> you got to be careful when you do that. There you go right there. I'm looking forward to the flex this weekend, Jake. Should be. Be good times. It's going to be fun. I think you said I had a fourth, the fourth pick, right? 
So that's cool. So I get. I so get, they, like I said, you just got to decide between Zeke or Brown. Yeah, Zeke or Brown. So really, I'm on the clock in round two already. So we we'll see how that that goes right there. Oh, it's gonna be fun, Ventra. You want to roll down with me? Where to DC? No. When? I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm gonna leave six o'clock Saturday morning. Oh, I, I'm going to AC for a bachelor party this week. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Michelle, I going. tried to get Florio to roll down with you, Corey. Oh, he so said, "Come he, hang out with us." Yeah, well, he said no. Yeah, he's he's trying to get out of town, I guess. Oh, okay. Oh, that's that's true. Well, he's in L.A., right? No, he's not. Not, not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. All right. So here's the thing, Jake. We did talk about this. What time do you think the draft would be done, Jake? On Saturday? Yeah. Uh, I'd say three thirty at the latest. Three. Yeah, three thirty at the latest. Three thirty at the latest, and then we meet back up at what time? Whenever you want. Some people will go straight there. Some people will meet back up five, six o'clock. Okay, cool. Well, I, 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 I got Shorty that's coming, I'm trying, right? I'm trying to make sure that the Rocket Bar is going to show the UFC fight, though. Oh, okay. Well, she's that. Well, we we be going by then because I got to get back to the city. No, um, not me. I definitely want to see that. I, I, I hate Corey Garbrandt more than anybody else in the UFC. All right, so then you, so then that's cool too. Now the Rocket Bar joint we went to last year, right? Uh, were you there? It was the one that we went that has cornhole and shuffleboard and pool and darts and... I was chilling with you. Remember, y'all taught me how to play the joints. I never played it before. Oh, yeah. I for- well, you left early. That's why yeah. I'm not... Uh, we were there for... Yeah, that's the same place. And so we're going right to that same joint. It's tough to find parking in that area. It's just like a block and a half over. Yeah, but then that's not a real female-friendly place either. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah. you drop her- Oh, the place. Rocket ball ain't a female friendly joint. Well, parking wise, you just drop her off and go park and come back. Yeah, so that's probably have to do that. So I'll chill with her in the break, and then after that, I'll come chill with the fellas for a minute, then get a late night uh, trip back to the city. And it, it was like friendly the time we got there. When we got there, it was there's not there's nobody really there until about seven o'clock. So you don't have to worry about it being crazy and loud. That's true too. I don't know. We'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Got time to do that. I'm definitely looking forward to chilling with the homies though. All uh, Rafper and Drake, the whole Jake, the whole crew. That come down for the um for the <clears> festivities <throat> in Washington D.C. But when you, when That's you, a good time. No, no, you should you, next year. Like a good next time. year, you should do it. Well, I mean, if I get invited to it, I'm still not. I'm no Jake Seeley, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> for the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, which is a, he is a one of one. <laughs> for my man, Chris Ventra. Shout out to everybody on the fourth floor. BFFs, come bring your ass upstairs into this hot studio. We out. (laughs)